Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is October 10th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and Newman PC has been conducting free Zoom or conference calls from past days. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Hiral, uh, Hi. So uh, my question is, I had a change of status uh, application and applied for which was for H4 to F1 and I received a RFE on that case. And uh, I have uh, submitted all the documents for that, but because of the mm-hmm. waiting time, uh, my question is, would uh, submitting more evidence affect my case? Like I have completed my deadline is over and I've submitted before the deadline, but if I want to submit anything now, would it affect my case? What was RFE about? Uh, the RFE was about that my I-20 was lapsed, so I uh, got a new I-20 from the university and I applied it and the other was ability to pay tuition and I submitted the documents for that. Yeah, you, 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 can, you can submit it. Um, uh, you can submit it after, after the RFE, after you submitted the response, you can submit one more. They may or may not consider it, but it won't harm you in any way. Okay, so it won't harm me in any way. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Next person, please. With you. Hi, Rahul. Good. I'm getting a lot of Uh, instruments from your phone. Go ahead. uh, One second. Volume is. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. So, uh, Rahul, uh, my question is, I haven't. I have an H1 approved for the current company from January 2022 to December 2024. So at the time of H1 filing, uh, how they have filed is uh, in the LCA, they kept the work location as company address. So, but my, uh, but I am doing a remote job uh, that is completely work from home. No need to go to the office. How far is it from your office to home? Uh, can you say that again, Rahul? How far is it from your office to home? Oh, my office is in Minnesota and I'm in Texas. Keep going. Okay. So uh, after realizing that, uh, I asked them to file an amendment and they did it in the month of uh, July ending and keeping the mm-hmm. keeping my work location as my home address. Mm-hmm. So my situation is currently, I am going to India in the month of December for first time H1 stamping. Okay, what's your question? 
So, do I need to go for amendment premium or? You need to get the amendment approved before you go for stamping. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next person, please. Thank you. Divya? A quick question. How do we get in the queue? Arpit, go ahead. Your question. Divya? No, Divya. Okay. Arpit? Yeah, can I go? Yeah, go ahead. Quick question. So, uh, well, uh, basically, I'm a US citizen. My girlfriend mm -hmm. is on F1 visa. Mm -hmm. We are planning to get married soon. The mm -hmm. issue is she would like to go to India uh, in December for a family event. After the is, marriage or before the marriage? Uh, after the marriage. No, no, before the marriage. We're trying to get married in probably sometime in January, February, but here in the US. She but is she once she once she has decided to marry a US citizen, she is uh -huh. not supposed to travel and student visa because her intention when she's coming back into United States is to go back to her home country. But if she has already made a decision to get married to a US citizen, she's not supposed to travel on the F1 visa. But she has only made a decision on paper. It's still F1 because until we get married and she files for adjustment of status, she... I don't know how they find out. They've, they look into the WhatsApp. They look into the messages. They look into the emails. You guys, are, you're a software programmer, right? Are you wrong? Am I wrong? No, I'm not a pro programmer. I'm actually... Well, let me tell you one thing. Anything what you speak on your phone, the feds are listening. Anything you type. And most probably everything we do in the modern world right now is on the cell phone and they are listening. So if they find out she's gone. So I suggest okay. that she gets married, files a 485, gets an advance parole, then travels. Next person, please. Purshottam. Uh, hi, um, I'm in the process of uh, changing companies. I already have an offer from a new company and they have filed for, they're filing for H-1B transfer. The new company is a competitor. So I'm planning to give a standard two weeks notice to my current company. Uh, but because it is competitor, there is a chance they, they may ask me to leave immediately. Uh, but why would, still... you have to, why would you have to announce that you're going to this company? Let's say you're working for Pepsi and you're joining Coca-Cola. Why do you have, you just resign saying that I'm yeah. looking for a better opportunity. I left the company. Why do you have to yeah. tell that I am going to Coca-Cola? No, if I, yeah, I don't have to tell that and they'll assume it is a competitor. So I, they'll ask me to leave immediately. So if I don't okay. announce, they just assume it is a competitor. Okay. Um, I got so, it. so the question is, uh, uh, I'll be asked to leave immediately, but they'll still keep me on payroll uh, till my last day, What whatever I mentioned uh, my last mm -hmm. day. Okay. Keep okay. going. Is, so is it possible for me to start uh, my in my work in my new company immediately? Because I'll still, there will be a two weeks overlap. Overlap or I, I'm getting confused. Overlap or a gap between two, two, two of them? Uh, there will be overlap. So for, uh, if, I, if I say uh, I'm joining a new company, uh, my last day is end of October. And if I announce mm -hmm. it today, they'll ask me to, uh, leave immediately. Leave but they'll keep, okay. They'll keep me on payroll till uh, end of October because I. Ah, okay, okay. I got the point. As long as you're not working for both the companies at the same time, you're good. 
but i'll still get paid until uh, well, get paid is different get paid is different as long as you're not working for both the companies it's different they are paying you for the services what you have done before they're not giving it to you for the work that you're doing in that two weeks we don't consider that as overlap yeah the only reason they ask us to leave immediately is because what that they, doesn't matter what it does it doesn't matter what the reason to leave okay hey what is the okay. finisher thing 18 <laughs> i participated in a, a run so 18 miles 5k no it was oh, why does it say oh okay okay i do marathon so <laughs> that maybe it's 18k okay then next person please ravinder ravinder oh sorry uh, i was not able to uh, mute uh, hi uh, rahul uh, good afternoon uh, this is ravi so uh, a very uh, glad to uh, ravinder i can't, our, i can't hear you properly i got cut off can you start all over are you able to hear me better go ahead oh sorry sorry uh, uh, rahul uh, good afternoon uh, just uh, glad to uh, uh, inform you that you know our uh, gc uh, is approved uh, last friday under eb1a so mm-hmm. thank you very much uh, i have joined uh, your call uh, many times and you know uh, so glad uh, got clarified uh, things so uh, one uh, couple of uh, you know one question actually so uh, can uh, my wife travel uh, as soon as we get the green card absolutely I, but how long should be staying in india uh two weeks to three weeks kind of thing not more than six months is right easy and uh, not more yeah, she's good yeah. she can travel sir absolutely Definitely no not. problem okay. any other questions oh, sorry one more question what uh, so what exa- what uh, you know very important things we need to take care of once we get a green card any anything uh, could tell uh, don't travel more than 6 months outside the country um, that's all and other than traffic tickets you should not have any criminal records that's it nothing else okay 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 thank you very Next much person, please kartik if you have any plans to travel for more than 6 months definitely consult a lawyer it's not that you cannot do it but you just need to know what's the consequences kartik go ahead uh hello rahul um thanks for taking the call um i recently got my gc um and i'm um single so in, in as in uh, partner preferences can i entertain uh, uh partners from india or outside the united states and if so the only the my... only thing is that if you pick a partner outside the country though they have to wait for 2 years before they come into the united states they can't come just like the way h4s are there they can fly the next week if they get a visa appointment is it right right yeah but so, they cannot do it there is a 2 to 2 and a half year waiting period so what about like an options like to explore f1 visa or a, a b1 b2 visa well, once they get married they cannot come here on f1 or b1 b2 if they're already here then they can on f1 or b1 b2 you can file you can file a green card that's easy but if they are there they get married and you they want to come here they can't do that even if you don't register the marriage like certify the marriage 
everybody knows you're married. You think so the consulate is stupid or every the US government is stupid? Don't take that risk, okay? Okay. Next person, please. You may want to consult privately on, on, on if you have an option, but no, don't get married, period. If you, if you don't want to wait for two and a half years, let them come here and B1, B2, F1, choose one, somebody who's an F1. That's fine. You're good. Next person, please. Bharat. Hi. Um, in order to apply for a 540-day auto extension, in order to be eligible for the 540-day auto extension of H4 EAD, um, mm -hmm. Is it enough if I just apply for H4 and EAD renewal or should I have an approved H4 by October 2023 in order to use that extension benefit? To use the auto extension, you must have the I-94, which is extended. But do you know how to go to Mexico and get it extended, ma'am, or you don't? No, I do not. Okay. When is your uh, current H4 expiring? Current H4 expires in February 2024. Both H4 and EAD. Okay. One second. I want you to watch this video. It says it's only 180 days in there. It's a really old video, but it's actually 540 days. So what you do is that you go to Mexico. Okay. You may ask me, hey, you know, I don't ha have the H4 approval. How can I get it until my husband's H1 expires? We give all the details to you in this one. Okay. And okay, in this way, good. because when you apply for H1, H4, and EAD, you know your husband's H1B will be approved immediately, right? Because you file in premium processing. You know mm -hmm. your H4 and EAD will not be approved. So what you do is that take your husband's H1B approval, fly to Mexico, have a margarita, come back, show them the H1 approval of your husband. You get H1, H4 extension until your husband's H1 is expiring. In that way, you're eligible yes. for the 540 days. Does it matter if, um, can first of all, first question is, does this, can we do this in Canada also or is it just Mexico? Do you have a Canadian visa? Yes. Absolutely. Here you can okay. do only Canada and Mexico though. No Got other it. country. Yep, yep, makes sense. And the second question is, I do not have a, an H4 stamped visa. So I do not have a valid visa now. Does that make any difference? No, it does not. Okay, thank you so much. Next person, please. Maybe you have an F1 visa, long time expired. Maybe your H4 expired. Maybe your H1 expired. It doesn't matter. As long as you had some visa at one point of time, otherwise you won't have it in this country. You're good. Next person, please. Srinu. Uh, hi, Rahul. So I have my transfer petition being processed. So my wife is in uh, India. She got her H4 stamped with, the, with my current employer. I have not changed my employer yet. So once my transfer is approved, I plan to change. Uh, so I plan to the change company. employment. Yes. Mm -hmm. So while my wife is coming to the US, do I need to file some petition for her or? No, she can come. Absolutely no problem. As long as the husband didn't change. I'm just joking. Okay. Okay. If oh. you keep on changing the jobs, H4 is given to her, not to your employer. H1 is given to the employer. She can come absolutely. You can be moving from company A to company. As long as you're an H1, she's fine. Yeah, okay. just show the new H1 there at the board of it. Yeah, she can. She can. She can even request the I-94 until your next H1B is approved though. For example, remember I was telling the other girl, if her H4 is valid only until September 2023, but now you got the H1 approval with a different company though. She can show the different H1B approval, get all the way to that H1 approval, I-94. 
or she can just come in it doesn't matter though it doesn't matter just to have the h1b with her just in case if by any chance they check and verify your previous company h1b is withdrawn how are you coming here then she can say no my husband is not working for the company okay next person please next is person she? please check okay, go ahead anybody who is a newcomer guys you can put your camera on and um and let us know you're a newcomer hi sir thanks for taking my call uh, so i have two eds one is eb2 ed and one is eb3 ed and mm -hmm. my daughter's age is locked under eb2 okay mm -hmm. so if i accept mm -hmm. the eb3 ed now what will happen to the eb2 ed you said you have two eds right yes why should i answer you the question you said eb2 ed <laughs> no what will happen to the eb3 ed if i use eb2 ed well, how does it matter to you why do you need it at some point of time say eb2 ed gets rejected means just a question just want why to would know. it get rejected why would it get rejected uh, that i don't know means for any reason why need to know the reason the reason is the reason i've never reason seen, a, I've never seen is, a ed rejected i have never seen a ed getting rejected in the eb3 ed there is multiple entry you know that card is valid for coming into the it has the ap attached to it but okay EB this one doesn't, doesn't have the advanced parole yes yeah. uh, that's a complex question you you have to make an appointment to speak with me okay as okay. far as right now just use the eb2 ed you're in good shape okay okay sure thank you next person please pravin hello uh, hi rahul uh, thanks for taking my call uh, am i audible yes go ahead okay okay so uh, my case is like i am on h1 and i'm currently here in us and i wanted to bring my uh, family uh, from india along with my kids so a uh, thing is okay. my wife got a active l1 and uh, she wanted to pursue that once she comes over here and she don't mm -hmm. want to come here on h4 and i wanted to bring my family uh, my kids also so what is the best advice you can suggest me rahul so can well, you, can i go for a h4 uh, for kids yeah please you absolutely please. can go for h4 for kids while your wife is coming on l1 you absolutely can do it the other thing is that you can bring your wife on h4 and she can convert into l1 here also that's another option too having you wife come on l1 your child coming on f2 uh, sorry h4 is not a problem not a problem. they can fly okay. together too oh they can fly together oh, okay yeah the thing is like company is not sponsoring for l1 along with the family so that's the reason we are thinking that alternative yeah okay so wait, 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 wait. there is no sponsorship of family for l1 i mean family in the sense for the travel expenses they they were insisting to travel alone for her to come travel here expenditure is different yeah they can get okay. l2 visa okay they can get why l2 do, visa right for um, uh, why yeah. do they have to pay for the family airfare okay. i mean i don't know what that's up to them okay. Okay. but okay. they can still get the l2 that's fine but l2 oh, you mean for kids, kids can still get, get l2 okay if she gets a l1 okay. she get they get an l2 but she, if they are eligible for h4 they can get the h4 whichever you want to pick it both are same okay doesn't make and once she yeah once she comes over here with the in case of h4 if she comes here she can convert it immediately right or it takes its own course of time um she can uh, once she comes on h4 can she convert into Yeah, uh, absolutely, she can. 
uh, to Absolutely. the same company which applied L1 uh, she can convert yes 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 okay. so any duration sir it takes time or well, it depends on how fast the company wants it okay yeah thanks uh, thanks you answered my question thanks for that next person please tk hi sir uh, my name is uh, tk so i'm calling from mount juliet tennessee um so this is uh, my aunt uh, who is 65 years old she got b2 visa 10 years back and uh, she um, like now she came multiple times but this time um, we we applied 6 months extension it's pending uh, we again we applied 12 months extension now she is uh, in us on b2 visa uh, almost one and a half year and she wants to stay 6 more months and she doesn't want to renew or she doesn't want to come back once she goes back to india um um so we would like to know what are the consequences um so what i understand from the blogs is like no maximum she can stay on each visit 12 months uh, but she already passed that 12 months she is in 18th month right now i don't want you to be involved in assisting that lady to stay in this country for long period of time because yeah. that will be a criminal activity against you oh okay. it may hamper so, your probabilities of h1s and other things too or your citizenship or whatever it not okay so okay. anybody can be unlawfully in this country okay if she chooses to be unlawful that's fine but i don't want you to help her okay okay okay, okay. got it okay. okay thank you sir next person please yes there are 30 million unlawfully present in this country so she could be one but i don't want you to help her sai oh hi rahul this is sai Um, so currently, I'm on uh, H-1B visa. My H-1B got approved in uh, Jan 2021. Mm-hmm. So I'm planning to travel uh, to India, like uh, for my H-1 stamping. Uh, mm-hmm. I got an appointment uh, for Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, um, like, I have uh, multiple layers of employers uh, between the client and my employer. i would give you extra 5 to 10% risk because you have a multiple layers so what what is the risk uh, having that multiple layers so they can issue a 221g they can deny your h1b visa that's the only risk and then you have to file one more h1b from different company to get the h1b what is the reason for company? denying it like uh, you said the reason you gave the reason it's not a rule you don't have a right in this country that just because you got an h1b approval they have to approve the h1b visa they can deny your h1b visa they have a discretion to do so but is it legal to have that uh, layers in the um, i just it's perfectly legal it's perfectly legal to have it if it's not legal you wouldn't have got the h1b approval mm-hmm. just because you are eligible see mm-hmm. i am eligible to get the 100 meters olympics gold is it right I'm eligible. Yes, hundred yes. meters, but I have to yeah. run that fast to get it. That's a different issue. Yeah. So now you are eligible to get the H one visa, but it's up to them to grant it or not. If you have multiple layers, if you don't want to take a risk, wait. Try to find a company that you will file H one B directly and then go for stamping. Next person. Please. And yeah, the, um, uh, like the follow up to this one, like my uh, client is willing to take me. Uh, as a full time i will not reduce that 5 to 10% extra risk if But, if your client uh, is willing to take the client has soon. to file the well after the client files a h1b gets a h1b approval then you're discussing i will reduce the risk for you are you there yeah but 
I haven't even planned in December, uh, so I just wanted to. What language it. do you What language do you speak? Telugu. Abba kawalna, buba kawalna. Pick one. You want the event mm-hmm. or you want food? Next person, please. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you, Ali. Ali. Hello. Yeah, Mr. Ali. Hello. Yes, Mr. Ali. Uh, I I would like to move to the United States. <laughs> Can you move this guy? Uh, next person, please. Um, this Yani also. Can you remove him? Sure, Rahul. I'm sorry, Surender. guys. Getting hacked a little bit uh, sometimes. Surender. Hello. Yes, Surender. Hello, Surender. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a quick question. So I have a, a AP and ED card. So my quick question mm-hmm. is like I'm planning to travel India early next year. So I'm planning to use my AP while coming back. And mm-hmm. uh, is there a way that I could switch back to H1 uh, after coming back? Like I heard that uh, multiple uh, places where we could do the AVR. So just wanted to uh, take. You don't have to off. do anything to move to H1B though. You're automatically on H1B if your H1B is valid. Okay, so I know when we come into the United States, we are going to be in a parole status, right? If you use the AP. Yep, but no, technically they're saying you are still on H1B. They will extend your H1B. Oh, okay. So I can continue working on H1B. I don't need to do anything. Absolutely, after. you don't need to do anything, sir. Okay, you don't got need it. to. Do. And and my uh, there is only there is only uh-huh. one time where it you may it is suggestible for you to do AVR, but not at this time. Got it. Okay. Sir. And my H1 is also expiring soon. Once I come back, so I can still go in and extend my H1B, right? Absolutely, you can. Got it. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Shriva. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hello. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, my question is, if I am choosing uh, um, GCA, Shiva, just hold on for a minute. If you guys have any questions, guys, put it in the chat. The questions, though. If you are a newcomer, put the newcomer word and then put the put the things. I will try to try to answer at least seven to eight questions after the conference call is over. So put it in the chat, please. Sorry, go ahead, Shiva, for interrupting you. And, and no problem. So my question is, uh, choosing GCAD versus H1B, what are the restrictions do I have on GCAD versus H1B? Uh, restrictions on GCEAD, I can't, as compare, I have to compare with citizen or I have to compare with the H1? H1. I have to compare H1. with the H1. Right, just the I mean, H1. Like. I, I, I don't know any restrictions at all on EAD. I don't know. The only thing is that there may be a gap of advanced parole approval where you cannot travel outside the country for a period of time. And that so, is also very less, maybe one or two months. Uh, and that too, you have a problem in getting the H-1B stamped anyway in India. So I don't, I can't think of anything though. What are the so restrictions? Like H-1B, uh, I should be working in uh, only in uh, certain criteria, right? I know, uh, but in the, oh yeah, your year also, you should be working in the similar field. But in EAD, you could be working in Alaska or you can be working in 
Hawaii or Florida or California, nobody cares. And multiple employers either way, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, that is right. You can do multiple employers without filing any amendment, nothing. And you get the free extension. You don't have to pay any filing fees to USCIS. And while the extension is pending, you can work for 540 days while your extension is pending. So I can only think of advantages. Why would all the stupid people file the H-1B extension? Because they want to make immigration lawyers rich. There's no other purposes yeah. for H-1B. One, one other question is, so if my ex H-1B expires, suppose I'm on GCAD and mm -hmm. I if I want to go for H-1 uh, you know, extension, can I still do that? If Front your H-1B is already expired or H-1B is still valid? Still valid. Well, you can, if it's still valid, you can do automatic revalidation by going to Mexico and coming back and then extend it. That's one That's way of uh, But it will be only a few months left. So yeah, if I want to do another three year, then I should yeah, find... You can, you, can, you, can, you can only get one year extension nowadays with the... Uh, uh, if the oh, yeah. No, you can get three years because the prior date is not current for you. Yeah, you can get three years extension. H1B extension, no problem, right? Absolutely no problem. All right, thank you, sir. Here is my question. I tell the entire Ramayana to you guys. You ask me the question, what is Ram to Sita? I explain you don't need H1B. You, you guys want H1B. I don't know what to do with you guys. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll make myself rich. Next person, please. Deja. Hi, Rahul. So uh, I got my Canada PR visa. I'm going to apply uh, for PR card, like do a soft landing. My H-1B visa is valid until February 2022, February 2023. Uh, mm -hmm. So my extension is currently pending. So while the extension is pending, can I travel with, sorry, after the after I get my approval, can I travel with approval notice with my existing visa and come back before it expires? Absolutely. But when you come back though, make sure you get the I-94 approval until February 2025, okay? Okay, okay, got it. And, and uh, can as I soon as... No, wait, my... wait, Teja, wait, Teja, I'm not done yet. Okay, sorry. After you enter into United States, check the I-94 to make sure, to make sure you have the I-94 until the expiration of the new H-1B. Don't check sorry. with us in March of 2023 and tell me, uh-oh, they gave a wrong I-94, which is only valid until February 2023. Don't check with me in March of 2023. Check online as soon as you come back to make sure you have the proper I-94. If there is a problem, it's easy to fix. Either me or your company lawyer can fix it. But don't check with us in March of 2023. Okay, but currently the, extent, the H-4 uh, processing time is more. So can I do this while my wife's H-4 is pending? Yeah, you can do it. Her extension will be adjudicated accordingly. Will not have okay. any problem. Okay, one last question. So if I move to Canada after I-140 approval, can I come back when the date is current and then apply for green card? You can come back on H-1B. Is it the same company you're going to come back or is it a different company? Uh, probably different because it's going to be quite some time. Then you have to file a labor on I-140 with that company. though. Okay, but I can still do, do that with some other company. Absolutely, right? yeah. Can you put in um, him on the mute? Uh, let me go and answer these other questions. Okay. If the you, EAD, um, Madhusudan, it's better that you are in USA at the time when you file the extension. Ram, 
Shaka. Uh, my AP is valid till August 2020. My wife AP is valid August 2020. And she's in India. If we come after her AP expired, can she come together? She's on H4 and I'm on H4. Uh, no. Um, they're having some problem if you come on AP and she comes on H4 though. Uh, it may be better that she comes here first and then you come later on. That may be better. But it's better to time because there was a couple of problems when both people try to enter at the same time though. Uh, Anas, I work for two jobs, one on H1B, one on USAID. If my H1B is set to expire in May 20, I would like to find out if I can extend the H1B. Yeah, you can extend the H1B. You don't need to do anything for it. You don't even have to go to Mexico. Just extend the H1B. You're good. No problem with it. Amar, can I change employer on EAD status? I'm assuming it's 485 EAD. Yes. As long as it's more than six months that you file the 485 application. Do I need to be working for applying for EAD renewal? If you are a main applicant, though, if you're the main applicant, though, if you don't have a job, you should consult a lawyer. You will be in trouble if you don't have a job on adjustment of status EAD. I, I want you to consult a lawyer if you don't have a job. Uh, you don't need to be an H-1B status once you get an EAD. I don't see a reason why you have to be. Uh, you don't need to be. Uh, my EAD is expired and is extension. Do we need to be? No, I already answered. Uh, I was on H1P. I have a valid identity for entry. Can I go to India now for a week and come back in urgency for a family emergency? Uh, how are you going to come back though? You have a stamping? You said you have an I-94 till August 2023. If you don't have a stamping, you cannot come back from India. You cannot come back from India. Should I have a client while entering using AP? No. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Surendra, you have to have a job. You have to have a job. Yes. If you, in an EVC model, if you don't have a client, where is the job? You don't have a job. Can I be an H1B and GCAD part-time job both at the same time? You can, Srivai. You can. I don't see any problem with it. I'm assuming it's... Uh, uh, AOSC. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.